Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Back again with more exciting stuff and shit. Mm, yeah, sure. I don't know how exciting it's going to be. <laughs> Not as exciting as what was going on in Washington today. I guess. Oh, Jesus, yeah. We'll get into all that. So what have you been up to, you fool? Uh, working. God. And that's about it. You haven't done anything, nothing awesome over the past few days? Uh, no. Hmm. No. Um, I, uh... My niece did send me, um, have you heard of, like, Flat Stanley? You ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. What is it? So the premise behind it is that kids, like, make a Flat Stanley, or in my niece's case, it's a Flat Stella. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to, and they do it at school. And you're supposed to mail it off to somebody that's kind of far away from where you live. And then that person is mm-hmm. supposed to take the flat Stanley around town. And you're supposed to, like, take pictures or get souvenirs or stuff. And then kind of give a brief description on exactly what you did with the flat Stanley. Um, and then send it back to them. And then they kind of read it off to the classroom and they check all the pictures and stuff. It's just to kind of give people an idea of. You know, little kids, like geography and how different areas look differently, or they might have different things or different foods, different customs. So, hmm. I've been coming up with ideas and all kinds of stuff. Went to a wild game, took a picture with that. Um, <laughs> did a little demo where I climbed a pole and was holding the flat Stella and got my buddy to take a picture of me. So I could say that she went to work with me, <laughs> climbing electric mm, poles. I got gotcha. you. Um, I, I think they have a big, big Laos community up there. You could take her and get some of that culture in her. What? So this is what my friend has to live with every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Just, just saying. I don't. I don't know how into it she is, but hopefully she gets a, a kick out of it a little bit. But, yeah, I guess it's something different. I've never done it before. When my sister told me, she's like, oh, yeah, my, she's doing a flat Stanley and she wants to send it to you. I was like, a what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, no, I, yeah, I have heard the term. I didn't. I did, yeah. I don't know where well, apparently I, heard it, I heard it recently. It's been around for a while, but uh, we just never did it at my school and I never was exposed to it. So, you know, like my day, it was like pen pals and shit. You know, that's all you had. But. Mm-hmm. I guess uh write some criminals at the prison. Yeah. 
Give them your parents' address. Big so Steve. So they get out, they'll come kill the whole family. My pen pal is Big Steve. <laughs> um, he said he said he's a big fan of little boys. He can't wait to get out and play with me. Yeah, other than that, got into arguments with Minnesotans about uh, Duck Duck Goose. Oh, okay. Because apparently in Minnesota, they say Duck Duck Gray Duck. Uh, okay. And I corrected somebody. I'm like, it's Duck, Duck, Goose. And they're like, no, it's not. It's Duck, Duck, Gray Duck. I'm like, sorry, but you're wrong. It's Duck, Duck, Goose. Um, mm-hmm. So we did a little research and what stuff. What kind of commies are they? Exactly. It turns out everywhere in America except Minnesota does Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> so I was like, there you have it. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, I never heard it either. Never heard of anything, but I was like duck, duck, gray duck. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, fucking Minnesota. Kind of weird ass shit is that? The fuck is a gray duck? (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, some really exciting news. Um, 2016 was the highest carbon emissions ever Mm -hmm, in recorded history. I'm doing my part, man. I'm trying to uh, trying to cut it down by. you know, eating less meat. <laughs> that's a, that's the part, the role I'm playing in this whole fucking fiasco. That that is a big one. We we have talked it's about actu- it in previous episodes, it, and we went through the science of it. That you can sit there and skip showers all you want, and you can go ahead and do all these little things and try not drive as much and all this stuff, but none of it, none of it will even come close to if you stop eating meat. Nope, that's the biggest one by far. Yep. By a huge margin, and it, and the uh, the carbon dioxide levels they were also hot like high by a huge margin as well in 2016. Um, a lot of that obviously is because of the way that we live and how much shit we put into the atmosphere, uh, but also mm-hmm. is because of uh, El Nino events that devastated a lot of plants and uh, oceanic corals and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. There was less recovery because obviously plants, corals, and such they take carbon out of the atmosphere, carbon dioxide, and because there was less of it, and a lot of those uh, regions were devastated by the, the El Nino events that were going on, they weren't able to compensate and kind of bring those levels down. So it's kind of a double whammy, and that's what scientists have kind of been trying to shove down our throats: is that it's not just the amount of carbon emissions it's also the fact that the carbon emissions are going to cause these events that then make those carbon emissions more potent so it's not even just maintaining like oh let's not do any more it's about lowering and we have to lower by a significant amount and we have to do it fast otherwise it's going to snowball really quickly i mean they're talking like 10 15 years we need to fucking get down drastically Hmm. I don't. It's. I think at this point, it's pretty much impossible because with the industrialization of China and India and the oh populations, yeah, it's gonna get way worse. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance. It doesn't really matter what we do. That's why I said let's just well, give up. It certainly give doesn't help when we pull out of the Paris Climate Accord and shit like that. So, I kind of lied when I said I was trying to live longer to see Grant great grandkids and grandkids and all the shit from my youngest son now i'm really just trying to i, I want to see the end of the world so i'm trying to live <laughs> <Damn> to <that. laughs> since it'll probably happen here the next you know 50 to 100 years 
That's my game plan. Jesus. I want to try and give myself a chance. Jesus. No, nah, it's... I don't know. Like I said, I... It's not why, you know, I said it before, it's not why I'm fucking trying to cut back on me. It's more just for, like I said, I'm just trying to live longer. But yeah, I mean, you're not going to get people to fucking change the way they do things. And you got too many big industries. It's difficult. It's just like when they talk about, yeah. And even when you have these conservation societies like Greenpeace and Sierra Club and all these fucking organizations who are so... You know, let's try and save the environment and cut back on this and this and this. They never even talk about um, the production of the of animals and stuff. So it's like they're not well, even serious about it because if that's not a number no, one, no, no, no. you know, they, on the list. They are serious about it. It's just people who raise those questions wind up dying. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Well, you can look it up. You can look it up. There are people that have come out against the beef industry and... and done reports and all that stuff, and they mysteriously wind up getting fucking killed. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if anybody who listens to this will fucking remember this, but because it's been like literally 25, 30 years ago, I think. Um, but when Oprah was at the prime of her fucking oh, yeah. talk show hosting and stuff, she made comments about uh, the beef industry once. It wasn't about like global warming stuff. It was something else altogether. I don't know if it's like mad cow disease or something going on. And she started making, she had a show where she talked about how the industry is and, you know, health and stuff like this. And, and they took a lawsuit out against her. It was like a huge deal. for oh, yeah. her. It was like the one time that, you know, Oprah cowered to somebody and ended up kind of like, nope, nope, yep. I'm backing off, you know. Because they probably put um, a fucking gun I don't know on the, the table and said, look, we can do this easy or we can do it hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm placating to the conspiracy theorist in you, but I'm telling you, the people wind up missing. Just saying. Well, I don't doubt that. I mean, that's... We're small games, I think so I'm not happens. worried about myself. <laughs> yeah. Ain't gonna happen. I think that. Oh, <laughs> there's no question. Shady shit like that happens in industry all the time when things are going down, like with these pharmaceutical companies. Anything. I mean, not maybe today as much, but you go back in history and you can look at events yeah. and stuff, and it's uh, yeah, it's, I'm guaranteeing it's. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, you, you're not gonna prove anything. It's like the JFK thing, which we'll get into a little bit later. I got some stuff I pulled down because the. So of course. Donald Trump thinks of Donald Trump the JFK files got released because, you know, he ordered it. And, of course, he was going to release everything, but he didn't. They only released, like, you know, 2,800 documents out of God knows how many tens of thousands. So they still have some that the CIA and other, I don't know, agencies have to comb yeah, through to make sure that they can redact yeah. everything that, you know, that we're not supposed to see, even though everything was supposed to be made available to us. Well, they also but, have, um, um, they had like spies in Cuba and stuff that were nationals. Yeah. And some of those yeah. people are still alive. So they just, you know, some of it is, I, I mean, depending on how conspiracy theory esque you want to go with it, some of it could be that they're trying to cover up things. And then some of it is that it's like spy espionage shit and they don't want these names out there because. These people still need to be protected because they're alive and living in their own countries. Yeah, I actually, there's a couple little things on like Cuba and stuff in there that did come out. So, um, 
Man, let's see what did I did this week. I had two things I did this week. I took I took the kid. We went and saw Jigsaw because I didn't even know they put out another fucking Saw movie until like a few weeks ago. And I saw the preview. I'm like, yeah. ooh, Jigsaw. <laughs> I'm like, how are they going to have to do that? Because I'm a sucker for horror flicks. And my son's the only one in the house that's not a pussy. And that'll go watch him <laughs> with me. So I drag his ass to see him. All the fucking Asians are yellow. <laughs> Get it? Oh, yeah. fucking yellow. Uh, anyway so pretty good pretty good i mean it's pretty much a standard but it had a good twist at the end and stuff the the i mean it's you know it's what it is if you like those kind of movies i mean it's not the quality of like it the way it's filmed in the story and everything which everybody knew already um but i think and it's not scary like horror i think hell even it had some more fucking moments that like make you jump than like this but um i always like these kind of movies and stuff like the saws and everything like some of the latter the latter ones were after you see the twist at the end then you always are like fuck now i have to go back and watch it because i know how it ends because i want to see if they how many times they fucked up during the movie you know where they didn't do it right <laughs> you know where oh, something gotcha. overlap so but it was pretty solid so when did that and then i had to do um i don't know why but my mom wanted to do like fucking family get together like we've got very little family down here um i've got an uncle and a cousin and of course my aunt and stuff and his family and i really have nothing to do with any of them like my uncle's okay and stuff but my cousin's like real rednecky and like he loves his guns and smokes and you know nascar it's like me and him just have literally zero in common so i haven't seen him in so long that the last time we saw each other we there's been three more kids between us <laughs> so Jesus. it's been a while yeah i know and he lives literally like probably 15 or 20 minutes from me so it's like oops that's the way it goes it's like it's like that old saying you can pick your friends but you can't pick your relatives but you can't choose not to spend time with them <laughs> so yeah and they all they all fucking voted for Trump and stuff. So I told my mom they're all fucking dead to me anyway. So <laughs> I had to go over there and put on a smile for my fucking mom and deal with that shit and stuff. And then of course I fucking go over there and she wanted to do like a like the little fire out in the backyard and do like a weenie roast and stuff like that. And of course me with my fucking non meat eating ass, I'm like, well, here's an opportunity for me to try uh, some veggie dogs. So I went and bought some. So I'm cooking my fucking, my vegan wieners, and uh, of course, <laughs> they're fucking giving me shit about that. I'm like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to say something, man. They're they're okay. Like, they they look, and they, like, the chew and everything of them is just like a hot dog. Like, the way they look when you cut them up and everything, they look just like hot dogs. They just, they're real bland, though. You got to really load up comp, uh, the condiments on them, but... Like, we're cooking them over fire, and they fucking... Because I don't know what all they're... I mean, it's soy and other shit, right? When they yeah. cook up... This is just for people out there. If you guys want to go vegan and stuff, this is uh, fun. You can... If you ever want to see what a penis looks like with syphilis, get a vegan wiener and cook it over an open God fire. Because when you start seeing it. it, like, the little... <laughs> it, like, starts bubbling up, <laughs> turning white and black. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I said, I got to put that in my mouth now. <laughs> 
But uh, like I said, oh, they're okay. But make sure that you have some, you know, you have some kraut and some relish and stuff. You got to kind of add a little to it because they're pretty bland without. But. So anyway, I made it through the fucking relative situation. I barely, I literally said about two words to him the whole time. So I don't think it made my mom happy, but I came over and put a smile on my face and went through the motions. So <laughs> can't blame me. So that was pretty much what I've done over the last week. Fucking spend time with family I didn't want to, and I saw Jigsaw. That was pretty much it. Fun times. And worked. And changed diapers. Um, I did hear kind of a funny story. Um, so there's uh, apparently this traveling, like, kind of dog show that goes around the nation. Um, you know, mm. it's not just a straight dog show. Like, they do pet adoptions and little things like that and all kinds of different stuff. Um, but they had to cancel an event that was coming up. Um, I believe it was here in Minneapolis and, uh, they had to do it because, uh, their paperwork got like really fucked up and come to find out that one of the, uh, I think she was in finance for the company. Uh, she, began to believe that her that the CEO was the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And like tracked all the things that he did and they happened to all be in sixes. Because you know six six six. Um of course. And all kinds of other things that, you know, God told her that she was uh Moses reincarnated <laughs> and, mm. and all this other shit. So she basically like totally fucked up the paperwork for this company to pretty much like shut them down because you know apparently if the antichrist is running dog shows it's going to end the world or something (laughs) that seems like an odd venture for the antichrist to partake in (laughs) right like at least president of the united states was sort of believable in the aspect of like if there was a devil but running a dog show Yeah, that's kind of what I always thought. Like the movie The Omen, where the dude's like, you know, a high political figure or something. You know, yeah. Or the family <laughs> was, and then they adopted him, and then he kind of gets that up there, too. And Yeah, that's what I would think. Not a dude running a dog show, but... Yep. Hey, man, the the devil works in mysterious ways. Uh, I thought that was God. That God. No, wait, that's God. That was God. Yeah, same difference. Same difference. Yeah, all made up bullshit anyway. Well, I didn't hear that. The one story I heard that was pretty fucked up <laughs> going through, just because I actually have uh, started kind of keeping up with the news a little bit more just because some things seem to be finally happening. Um, and I caught this little article. Uh, John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, great guy. Um, <laughs> he was He did this interview for, I guess, Politico, and, I mean, as he's kind of going off, it's real funny. Like, I don't know, like, we've, I've talked about on the show before. Like, there's a couple reps going out right now. Like, uh, that Jason Shavitz, he was, like, one of these motherfuckers that was always investigating Hillary Clinton and stuff. He was, like, yeah. in charge of that committee. And he just quit, I mean, in middle of his term so he could go walk, work for Fox News. And then there's this other asshole. His name's Jim Jordan. He's at a Republican out of Ohio. He's another one. He's hardcore Tea Party type guy and stuff. And I think he's leaving too. And it was funny. They were asking 
chafes about it. They said, you know, what do you think about, you know, Cha- you know, Chaffetz and Jordan and stuff, you know, leaving and because you guys knocked heads and stuff because they were those Tea Party types and they're the ones that basically ran Boehner out. And Boehner just said, fuck Chaffetz and fuck Jordan. <laughs> he goes, they're both assholes. <laughs> I was just like, I love a former Speaker of the House just, just straight up just saying that, you know, no beat around the bush. But the funniest part of the story was he said that he got in an argument with uh, this one Republican out of uh, Alaska. His name's Don Young, who I guess he's this guy's still in the house. He said they got into a fight one time and about like earmarks, which if you don't know earmarks, I'm not going to explain yep. it to you right now, but it's just spending. He probably wanted some money to build a fucking bridge there in Alaska and Boehner wouldn't let him have it. So he said they got into a debate about it and he pinned Boehner up against the wall and stuck a 10 inch knife to his throat. Jeez. This is the speaker of the house and a, United States congressman, and he said, Boehner said, I looked him in the eye and said, fuck you, <laughs> at which point he said he finally released him. <laughs> God damn. And they said Politico Politico contacted the uh, that Don Young, and he said, yeah, he goes, that story's mostly true. <laughs> I'm like, what part of it is not true? Like, it wasn't a 10-inch knife, or Boehner didn't say, fuck you? I mean, so he's basically saying, yeah, I'd put a knife to his throat, pin him up against the wall. It's like, god damn, dude. Isn't that, like, first-degree assault with a deadly weapon? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it is. And then... And then they said that they did some uh, looking back on him, and they found an incident back... I mean, I guess the dude's old, because he's been in the house forever where there's an incident where he pulled a knife on the House floor back in 1988 when another lawmaker introduced a bill that would have restricted logging in Alaska. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this dude, he's got some issues. <laughs> so why is he in there? But then again, President Trump. So there's always that. And Alaska's a fucked up state. Anyway, they had Palin for their governor, so Alaska's a goddamn mess too, so... No, I thought that was interesting. I was like, "Well, you know, that's just yeah. something you didn't hear on the news." So uh, yeah, seems a little excessive. A little, just bit. a little bit. Um, veering off politics for a second, but um, kind of jumping all over the map. But now I thought, think about because since we've every week for the last few weeks, I've had to throw in like one sexual assault type story <laughs> since it's the it's the news of the day. This is America's thing right now. Talking about um, Kevin Spacey. You see the, you, yeah, the thing on Kevin Spacey. Yep. Um, this is the worst part about it. Not the fact that, okay, so for anybody who hasn't heard or read, which by the time this goes up, I'm sure everybody will have. Um, but I guess back probably about 30 years ago, uh, when he was in his late 20s, he was at some kind of a party and it was a bunch of people doing musicals and Broadway plays and stuff. And there's this 14 year old actor who's still an actor now. And I guess he's in the new star Wars named Anthony Rapp. And he was 14 at the time. Kevin Spacey is like 28, 29. And they went to this party and Spacey like inviting back to his place and basically, you know, tried to fucking stick his fucking peen in him. And, um, so this guy kind of like just kept it under wraps, but of course everybody feels empowered now to throw 
out all these things that happened to him many years ago, which yep. now, of course, it doesn't mean shit because, you know, whatever statute. All you could do is ruin someone's reputation now, which, I mean, I guess, I mean, they need to if these people are doing these things. But yeah, so Kevin Spacey puts out this apology and basically he just says, you know, like, hey, I was probably really drunk. I don't remember this happening at all, but if it did... You know, I'm really sorry, and it's making me reevaluate myself. And it basically it sounds like, hey, I don't remember this, but I probably did do it because I've done this shit before, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and then he like follows it off with like, you know, this whole diatribe about how, hey, you know, everybody knows me, knows that I've had relationships with men and women, and I've now chosen to live my 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 life as a gay man and stuff. It's like. So it's like he kind of like admits to it without completely admitting to it and then says, but I'm gay. Like, like, oh, okay, force filled. Like He's it, gay. We can't go after him. Like it's somehow going to absolve you. <laughs> I know. And like not everybody that, got pissed. Like, not only that, but it's feeding into that? the fucking stereotype that gay men are going to come after your kids and shit. Yeah. And that's what I think. All of uh, you know, all these gay actors have came out and they're pissed and they're just slamming him. And it's like, okay, and they're like, oh, don't use the rainbow to cover up your shit, blah, 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 your sexual assault. It's like, whoa, 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 everybody take a fucking step back. The story is getting so convoluted. Let's put the gay shit and the fucking rainbow stuff. Let's stop getting pissed about that for a second. And let's go back to the beginning of the story. He tried to fuck a 14 year old boy. Yeah. When he was almost 30. That's the story that everybody's fucking, like, forgetting about in this whole thing. Like, if it would have been a girl, that would be the only thing that people are talking about. But it's a boy and everybody's just overlooking it. It's like when the female teacher fucks the the male student. It's yep. like, no big deal, slap on the wrist, she loses her job. The the guy teacher fucks the teenage stu- the female student. He goes to prison for 10 years. That's, how about, there's some sexist shit right there. So if we're going to talk about all this, oh, sexual assault against women, how about that? That's, that's shit going on there. It's like, dude, this is a 14-year-old that he tried to fucking rape, practically. Yep. Let's get on that story. Which leads into what I was, I keep bringing up. Keep watching for it. You're going to see the, it's all going to start creeping out, all the pedophilia shit, because that's the big stuff, I think, coming just a matter of time which Corey feldman by the way quick side note because i just read this today he basically said now he's ready to uh, announce his who his people what the that did stuff to him and Corey Haim or whoever else that he was hanging out with he's ready to give up names but he said he'll only do it if he gets paid like 10 million because he said he needs the money because the impending legal fees that'll come. That's one of the reasons he said he never said anything before. He's like, dude, it was so long ago, you can't prove it. And you're going to get, he goes, if I bring out, oh. if I start throwing out names, he goes, these are powerful people. They're going to sue my ass off. Yeah, so he goes, I guess if you want that information, you got to pay for it. That, I, and he's getting I mean, slammed for it. It's fucked up, but I mean, that's that makes sense, you know? I think it does, too. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think it makes sense because, again, like you said, you know, you're not going to be able to prove it. They're not going to get jail time for it. So all mm-mm. that's going to happen is that they're going to go after him and, you know, try and get him for libel or something or slander. And, uh, I mean, and and like then, I said, it's, depending on it's who like, they are and where they are, he, his career is officially done. Like, it was already kind of done, but now uh, it's like. 
done, done. Yeah, and I would think that, you know, it wouldn't just be him. Like, the, you think, it's like all these these women are coming out now and throwing all these the couple different you know, producers, directors, some different actors and stuff under the bus and, you know, come out their stories. I got to think that whoever these guys are, there's got to be other people out there that they did the same thing to. So maybe if, you know, Corey Feldman opened up the floodgates for it, maybe he'd get a lot more people to back him up. And then at that point, it's like, yeah, they can sue, but it, it's just like Weinstein. Like, there's so many women out there now. It, it really wouldn't matter if half of them were lying. He can't go after them because there's so much out there that he's it, he's fucking ruined. He's done. I'm I'm kind of surprised. That it's going to put him on suicide watch. Which, by the way, I got to do a segment on this toward the end of the year. We'll do the dick of the year. And I did uh, on my other podcast, my now defunct one, because I'm about to, I'm planning a relaunch soon. Um, one of my first segments I did on the Utterly Pointless podcast was I went, I did my who's going to die this year <laughs> list, you know, based on age and health and stuff. And God I damn. know that I've had a few hits. <laughs> it's pretty morbid, huh? <laughs> so. I'm going to go back and pull my list, and I'll do it on this show. We'll do a tally. I'll see how many I got right. I, I think I threw out like 10 or 12 names, and I know I've got a few, so I'm going to do the same thing this year. <laughs> it's not like a it's not a betting pool or a dead pool or anything. There's no money on it. It's just for fun. It's <laughs> just Jesus for fun, kids. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. I had, uh, I will say, I know for a fact I had, George H. W. Bush on there, so he's he needs to fucking hurry up and kill over. I'm hoping that all the these women that came out because there's been like a handful of women said that he did the same thing with where he fondled them and stuff. But um, I hope that'll push him over the edge and take him out before the end of the year. I need another one. I need another mark on my ledger. Oh, did you you did hear about that right? Like him? Yeah, yeah. You talked about it women's asses. Last week. Okay. Did you hear the joke that he tells all the women before he grabs their ass? Yep. Yeah, you told it last week. <laughs> did I? Yeah. I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember if I did or not. Because it was kind of like all different stuff was coming out. So I'm like, God damn it. I guess I keep hearing the same fucking stories over and over now because there's always something new. It's like with the wine stain or anything. It's like it all runs together. Yeah. Oh, I still love that. I'm going to start, start using that on women. I think I'll do that. I'll dress up like a fucking magician. Go, you know who my favorite magician is? Dude, that's a good Halloween trick. I don't know who is. And they grab their fucking tit and say, David Copperfield. Fucking just honk their boob. Fucking love that. I'll see how, George that far, how far that gets you. Uh, about as far as Weinstein. You know, although, unfortunately, I don't have all the millions to fall back on that he does. So. Yeah. It probably won't work out as well for me. <laughs> it won't work out as well for the women either because they got nothing for them to take from me. So, pisser. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I don't know if you got any other side shit or do you want to talk about indictments now? Because I want to save JFK stuff for the very end. Yeah, we can get into it. I really didn't hear much about it, so I'm kind of curious. What? I, told, what? I was working all goddamn day, man. Uh, you gotta put the radio on in the car. I listen, I have it on the car, but they're not gonna talk about it like all the damn time. They're gonna talk about other shit too. Oh, oh, they will talk about it all the damn time. 
It's not like fucking Bluetooth, cable man. news. Oh my god. You can pull that shit up on your phone. You can like listen to CNN or something while you're driving it's, around through your it's Bluetooth. It's way too noisy in my truck. I can never hear my oh phone. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is goddamn this is a goddamn shame. So basically what happened was they arrested Paul Manafort, former campaign manager for Donald J. Trump, and um, this guy, Rick Gates, who was a campaign official as well. And then also, they went after this guy whom I... The name sounded somewhat familiar to me. Like, I must have saw him on TV during the campaign time frame. Uh, his name was George Papadopoulos, which sounds like a made-up name, but it's, it's legit. And he was a, um, ama- amazingly enough, he was a foreign policy advisor to Trump. So, of course, uh, Manafort and Gates, okay, Manafort, like, they arrested him on, like, conspiracy against the United States or something. Yep. I mean, it was like a hardcore charge. I mean, it's no jacking around. Yeah, I heard conspiracy um, against not the sure. United States, money laundering, um, obstructing justice. Yes. And, I mean, I think there were like 20 things that they were trying to get him on or something. I can't remember the exact number. Oh, yeah. The, there's a multiple. Is th- That was the one that stood out when they come out right off the bat and they were talking yeah. about, you know, you know, I just was like, holy shit, man. He's basically saying treason. Um well, I, the money laundering thing's not a shocker. I mean, I said this months ago that the collusion thing is going to be extremely hard to get. Like, they have proof that they were trying to collude. I mean, Don Jr., um, this guy Papadopoulos, who worked for the Trump campaign, uh, they said basically that he was telling the Trump campaign that he was in contact with the Russians. And the Russians, like, he had a contact. They don't give the name. They call him the Professor that's his foreign contact is in the story in the papers. That's what they're going with. Yeah. Um, where the professor basically contacted him and said, hey, you know, your foreign policy advisor, we got access to you. You got access to Trump. Here's the deal. And evidently he was working with, like he had had contact with the Russians even before Trump made him the foreign advisor. I, so I don't know. I mean, that's, it's hard to tell because I've read some different things that are the timelines, you know, it's all around the same time frame where the Russians contacted him and said, Hey, we've got all these emails on Hillary Clinton. So basically he was alerted to this fact and supposedly he made it known to people within the campaign. And this was literally right before Don Jr. met um, in the timeline with that Russian lawyer. And of course we all know Manafort was with him. Yep. So was Jared Kushner, uh, when they met with her and the other little ensemble of Russian hooligans. So they had, they knew like, I mean, they had the email, which we already had that, you know, where Don Jr. They basically said, Hey, we have information, blah, blah, blah. You know, Don Jr. Said, Oh no, we didn't, we didn't know about that. Well, it's in the fucking email before you met her. And you know, it's not Russian adoption, asshole. Well, now it's pretty much known that they were aware that those hacked emails were in the possession of the Russians. So they knew when they met with her what they should have had or what they thought they had that they're going to get their hands on. So, like I said, it's 
unless you give something and get something and there's you know you have proof of those transactions the actual collusion part is very difficult to prove but there's no question that they were doing things to collude they they wanted to collude oh yeah and they were was actively definitely pursuing it without a doubt and um one of the things i thought was interesting with this papadopoulos now he has kind of flipped like he um basically said yeah yeah i'm guilty and stuff but i think he's going to work with the council which this is bad news you know for the rest of them because whereas manafort and that guy gates have pled not guilty and they're going to fight this Papadopoulos is basically like, hey, I'll tell you motherfuckers anything you want. So he's the wild card right now. And the thing is, they said that he basically flipped back in July. So since July, this guy has been kind of working with the FBI. So I don't know how much contact he's had with you know, Manafort, maybe Kushner, maybe even Trump or any of these other jackasses. Uh, Flynn. Everybody forgets about Flynn. I, I was kind of surprised. I kind of, when they, they heard over the weekend indictments were coming down. My first thought was Manafort. And secondly, I was like, man, I wonder if Kushner will be in on that. Just because I was thinking of that meeting. But, um, and I know he's had his hands in some other shit too. Because people don't realize Kushner is like a billion dollars in debt. And he was actively seeking money from Russian funders as well. So there's a connection that way. But the Papadopoulos, like I said, he flipped. And he, the thing that I thought was interesting with him is he actually said that the Russian, his contact, um, was trying to get him to get this information to Trump because he wanted him to come to Russia to visit during the campaign. Because, you know, sometimes during the campaigns, they could easily write this off. Um, like Obama did it when he was running the first time. And, you know, we saw uh, Mitt Romney and some of the others do it. They'll go overseas while they're campaigning for president to try and show off like, hey, look, I could be presidential and meet foreign dignitaries blah 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 and they were hoping that he may come over to russia to a visit there where he could meet with russian officials and even probably vladimir putin you know one-on-one but of course that trip never took place but um now that carter page guy however did go over around that time frame um so i'm curious to see maybe if he's involved in this some way like he was sent as a surrogate um so that guy and I think, I mean, he's he's one of those they've been looking into and they've already pulled him in and talked to him. Um, so I'd say he's there's a possibility he could be on that list pretty soon. You might see his ass get drug in. But it's interesting to see. And I, Trump's having a fucking meltdown and so's Fox News and all the other right-wing nut jobs. I mean, they've gone into full-blown... Hillary, this Hillary, Hillary mode. There's, oh my God, dude. Amazing. It's Hillary. It's all Hillary. Wait, how is it Hillary? Because she president. colluded with... No, she colluded with Russia to get information on the dossier and she colluded with them to hack into the DNC to steal her information so they could post <laughs> it all over WikiLeaks to fuck her campaign over. Yeah. She's sneaky. She's sneaky, dude. About that. That's why I didn't want her in there. She's too sneaky. So sneaky, it but. worked too well, and she didn't become president. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do? But yeah, it's it's interesting to finally see some of this shit coming to fruition. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I 
I said a couple weeks ago, I don't want to talk about the rest of the stuff until something happens. Now something's happening. But we'll just have to sit back and see how deep it goes. I mean, this is the first set of indictments. And they had multiple yeah. grand juries, they said. So I expect more yep. to come. And they got a guilty months. out of one of them, at least. So we'll see where that goes. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're well, going to use... Well, Papadopoulos already did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got a guilty out of it. Yeah. Uh, um. And, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that whatever he has or whatever, it, they're going to try and use that against Manafort and be like, look, dude, <laughs> you're kind of old. Do you want to spend the rest of your life in an FBI jail cell or do you want to work with us and go higher? You know? And, I mean, th- those fucking pricks, they're not loyalists, you know? They, I, th- I think that they'll start turning on each other like fucking animals if it gets that bad if they have that much information well with Manafort I know I don't know about Gates I don't think his charges were near as severe but Manafort they're saying that um, I think it's like 40 years in prison and you're talking yeah. like you know millions of dollars in fines I mean it's ridiculous so and he's an older guy I think he's probably pushing 70 so 40 years in the slammer ain't gonna work out too good for him yeah, but yeah, I mean, hey, it, he's a bad dude. It kind of tells yeah. me that they they a have a lot of stuff on him, um, mm-hmm. and b think that he knows that they have a lot of stuff on him and will run. Because I don't know if you saw this, but I don't know if it got approved or not. But they were seeking um, house arrest and ten million dollars bond. <laughs> They got it. It's they yeah. Did. It's um. They're both under house arrest. And I know yeah, for the other the guy, it's five like, million. And yep. for Manaport, it's ten million. That's telling me that they're like this motherfucker will try and go away. He will try and disappear, if he gets the chance. So he needs to fucking well. It's like stay put until we can get to him. Yeah, it's like it's like you said, man. There's twelve counts against him, and that, like I said, conspiracy against the United States. I just saw that. I'm like, Jesus that's Christ, that's fucking serious. That, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, and especially when but, it came um, to Russians and communists, like we actually executed people for that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> you know, United States killed motherfuckers for this kind of stuff back in the day in the who, Cold was War. It, what was it? The Rosenbergs? Is that uh, they're the ones that got executed? I think so, yeah. Is that right? Or? I, I think you're right. Because there's a, there's a Fox News person the other day on there that said that, you know, because they're, they're, like you said, it's all Hillary. This is all Hillary. That Hillary was the one colluding and conspiring against the United States elections and that she should be, basically, they said she should be put to death like the Rosenbergs. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, calm down, Fox. Oh, I can't well, remember dude, who Dude, that's was, the rhetoric, man. though. I mean, if you remember in the heat of campaign, like, I do remember seeing uh, bumper stickers that, you know, like, some would say, like, Hillary for jail or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I saw others that said, like, Hillary for hell. Like, you know, like, there are some crazy motherfuckers out there that, like, want to just fucking kill her. Um, and, you know, their their own candidate is sitting there with his cabinet being dismembered and fucking just tons of information about how they are all tied to the Russians. And they're just sitting there like, well, Hillary, it's like, what, Mm. what, 
In what fucking world do you live in? Hillary is nothing now. She is gone. Yet we have a president that actually has his senior officials that are now getting indicted. And you're not even batting an eye. Like, it's nothing. Well, I don't fucking get it. That's the way it is, man. I mean... I mean, everybody knows Fox News is bullshit. We get it. They're state media now for the Republicans and the Trump campaign. But, I mean, goddamn, dude. It's like, I don't know. It's still amazing to me that they do what they do. Like, this morning when all the arrests and stuff are coming down, I mean, every major news site, their headline story was about Manafort getting picked up and, you know, all the, like CNN, MSNBC, all of them had it on because there's screenshots going around. It's all over Twitter and Facebook. They're like, you know, every major news site, they're showing the headlines in the newspapers and on the TV, what they're talking about. Everyone, Manafort, indictments. I mean, it's the, this is a major story. This is huge. And then, Fox News, they're talking about, like, fucking hamburger emojis on fucking Facebook or something. Like, that's what, that's what they're talking about. It's yep. like, like, you just, motherfuckers don't even try, do you? Yep. Like, when your cat's trying to hide from you, they're just, like, sticking their face in the corner. Like, if uh-huh. I can't see all this indictments, it didn't happen. <laughs> if I just don't look at it, it never happened. I mean... I think I'm like God. If you if you guys want to have people come on to dispute it or argue that yeah, hey, they can't. This isn't linked to the the fucking Trump campaign. This is Manafort only. Blah blah. I mean, whatever. You could spew that bullshit all day, but to either avoid it or this has nothing to do with Trump. This is all about Hillary Clinton. This is all about Hillary. This is Hillary. She should her and Obama. They should be the next ones indicted and blah blah. blah. It's like, I mean, dude. It's like look. You guys have no credibility other than with that, you know, 40, 50 plus year old white fucking supremacist types. I mean, they love you and they're going to believe anything you fucking spout. But I mean, just make an effort, you know, I mean, spew your bullshit, but let's not take it to fucking let's not go from like zero to fucking 100, you know, point three seconds, you know, with the crazy. Yeah. I mean, I know they got to protect their boy, but God damn. I, but yeah, I'm just I'm curious. We'll see how this goes now because I mean they'll fight it. The thing about Manafort, you know, a lot of people don't know much about him. And I had you. I told you to watch that show on uh, Stone. Yep. On uh, Netflix, the Get Me Roger Stone thing. Which man, he had a Twitter meltdown the other night when they talked about the indictments. Got his ass kicked off of Twitter. <laughs> now he's he's blocked. He got blocked, from, banned from Twitter permanently. Really? Off just cussing news people and threatening them and stuff. Damn. Um, but what people have to understand with Manafort, you know, is he's a shady fucking guy. Yeah. Just like Roger Stone. They're two, they're the first two, or, or like they're a part of a group that basically started this whole dirty politics, negative campaign ads, and, you know, shit that goes on. Just, I mean, that's all you see today, but. They're the ones that kind of started that stuff in the 70s, and they worked for Nixon. And, of course, Nixon was a criminal, and they all fucking love Nixon. They worked with him, and they're part of all that fucking cabal. Um, worked with Reagan and all them up through the days. I mean, they've always been behind the scenes working with Republicans. Anytime there's shady shit going on in the Republican Party, 
there's usually some connection with Roger Stone in the background. And like I said, him and Paul Manafort had their own uh, business together with a guy named Charlie Black, who's still in Republican politics. And, you know, it's just, it's the same people. They've been doing the same shit for decades and getting away with it. And it's like you get brazen, you know, you get away with you know, I can launder some money. I could do some fuck. I could tell some lies. I could do some shady shit. You know, I keep getting away with it, getting away with it, and then it gets to the point where you they try something big like this. Like, hey, we'll get to the, now. We could get away with anything. Let's, hey, let's try and collude with a foreign power that's pretty much our biggest enemy on the planet. I mean, no offense, North Korea. No, uh, I know Kim Jong Il Un wants to be your number one, yeah, but you're pretty insignificant. Russia's still top dog, you know, and it's like they just keep pushing it and pushing it. And the problem is with Trump is he's such an egotistical, arrogant prick. Like I don't know how much shit he's got away with in his life. I mean, quite a bit. I mean, we you know you can go back and look um, with his dealings, the way he's done people with his businesses, and oh yeah, totally yeah, fucked the, people over, but. Not paid his bills. Yeah, and like I said, that's what I said with him. Collusion won't get him. If anything gets Trump, it'll be financial. It'll be money laundering, much like what's probably going to be more what Manafort gets for. The conspiracy and stuff like that, I wouldn't think they'd bring those charges up unless they had some pretty good evidence. And if they have stuff on him, I'm going to be pretty sure that you're going to see people like a Roger Stone or Jared Kushner you know, maybe even like a D- Donald Trump Jr., you know, people like that could be sucked into this as well. So that's what I'm hoping for. I think this was the first domino of many. I mean, I I can't remember the numbers of the people who were like convicted and indicted under like the Nixon administration. But, you know, we're talking double digits by far. And I think that Watergate break in, I mean, as big of a thing as that still is today where every fucking conspiracy or everything bad that happens is called, you know, such and such gate. Um, breaking into still files from the DNC is nothing compared to what this this Russian collusion case could be if they have any evidence of them actually getting information or working with the Russian officials. Um, I mean, this is a million times worse. And so I think you're going to see just a lot of heads fucking rolling on this one. So it's like, how long will it be before Trump loses his fucking mind completely and tries to fire Mueller? <laughs> you know, that's the closer he gets to him. So that's the thing to watch out for. Yeah, and we'll see. I'm not getting too crazy. I know there there are a lot of Democrats that are gushing and stuff, and it's like, whoa, chill, chill out. <laughs> this is just the beginning. You know. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, the Republicans that are like, oh, it's nothing. And it's like, well, yeah, it's nothing, but it could turn into something. So I think it's more of a just kind of wait and see how it plays out. Um, you know, uh, depending on how the hammer falls and what happens, I mean, how quickly do you think presidential pardons will come into play? Yeah, I was wondering that too. I mean, with. Yeah, I mean, any federal crime, these are federal crimes. All Trump has to do is pardon them, so. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, you know, it could have been a deal where he's just like, look, you don't say shit, you protect me, and I'll just make sure you're pardoned. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's that That's the unfortunate thing, is that unfortunately he has that power to where he can turn this 
around. Um, unless get somebody to flip or something uh, that's got a lot of goods. But unfortunately, with just the way it's set up, it's fucking ridiculous that he can just pardon people like that. Like, I, I, I understand it to an extent, but the fact that people that are working with him that are colluding with a foreign enemy, he can just say, ah, yeah, just let him go. It's like, no. <laughs> like, you should not be able to do that. I don't care who the fuck you are. You know? There's uh, some poor person out there that's getting picked up and thrown in jail for years because they have a little bit of marijuana on them. You know? <laughs> it's, it's such a fucking backwards fucking society that we live in it's ridiculous the powerful get away with all kinds of shit and it just pisses me off to no end the the one thing that could still get him like i said i think the money laundering one's probably going to be the easiest one um where they could get him the thing with that is like the conspiracy and all these other charges those are complete federal crimes but the money laundering even with like trump um because i know the Attorney General in New York, Eric Schneiderman's also doing investigations on some of these people. And I think they're working um, with the federal investigation as well. So let's say the money laundering, I don't know where it took place for like Manafort or something, but the states, if they have information on this as well, or if you know the federal investigator goes in and works with the states on it, those states' attorneys generals can um, actually file charges as well. And if it's state related, Trump can't, he can't, um, you know, clear him of that. That's the thing. Yeah. He can only pardon for federal crimes. So they could get away with a great deal of stuff, but there are still some things at the state level could come in and get him on as well. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think you're right, though. I don't with the way the system is. It, it would be simple, you'd think, for him to just go to Manafort and say, "Hey, dude, you don't do anything." Blah blah blah. But you have to also understand at this point, they probably have wiretapped Manafort for the last six months, and they're just every fucking thing he get, every email he gets, everything they're filtering it probably, or they're confiscating it. So there's really no way that they can get in contact at this point. Um, Unless they had like a you understood policy where it's like, hey, if anything goes down, I will get, I will pardon you, you know, just don't say anything. Uh, there's always that possibility, but evidently Papadopoulos didn't get that memo. Because <laughs> he's like, nope, I'm guilty, fuck it, I'll tell you anything you want. Well, <laughs> you it's know? like uh, so. Huckabee Sanders said, it's like, oh, he was, uh, it, he had no big impact, it was a volunteer position. He was a low-level guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was um, given the. He was a foreign advisor. <laughs> he when was put in that position. As yeah, a when really I think it was more. Uh, they just found a guy that has no name and said, "Yeah, we could pin it on him pretty easily. He seems like a sucker." Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But interesting. Interesting stuff. I mean, like I said, I got to see, like, you were, oh, man, let's see, were you even born? You weren't even born, right, for Iran-Contra? Or is nope. that That's before your time. Yeah. So I remember seeing Iran-Contra hearings on TV when I was, like, you know, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old. <laughs> Probably a little bit older than that. 
Um, so I, I mean, but I was too young to understand how that goes. So to see like something major like this, and this is a major deal, you know, regardless of what Fox News wants to tell you, uh, it's amazing. And you just, these politicians, they just keep trying to get away with stuff and do things. I mean, Trump's not a real politician, but he's got all those, like you say, Manafort and all them. They've, they've been in the game for a long time. They know better. We'll see what happens with it. Um, yeah, we'll see. Probably not much. Let's see. The last thing I want to do is... These are quick, quick hits. Because of all this shit going down, uh, you know, constantly with Trump doing dumb things. Of course, like we were talking about earlier, the JFK stuff got released. So... I just kind of did picking around and found a few articles where people actually read through some of the documents that have been released. Uh, like I said, so far there's like 3,000 released out of how many tens of thousands. And um, people went through and tried to find some of the juicy details. And there's not a ton, but there's some interesting things there, I thought. Like there's an FBI memo from 1964 that where they the FBI met with uh, some Cuban exiles... And they tried to turn them into basically assassins to go back to kill Fidel Castro and Raul Castro and Che Guevara. And it was a three-way uh, fucking murder. And they said that they ended up not doing it because they were the guys wanted too much money. They were trying to get like $150,000 to assassinate him. And the FBI was only willing to pay up to a hundred, <laughs> So they ended up canceling the fucking hit. Which is kind of funny, I think. Like, eh. I mean, we really want them all dead, but eh, 150? Nah, we'll pass. It's too, too much. Too steep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, back then we were fiscally, you know, conservative with our budget. Um, this was a pretty interesting one. So, in 1960, an FBI memo described a high-priced Hollywood call girl who was approached by Fred Otash, a well-known Los Angeles private investigator who was seeking information about sex parties involving then-Senator John F. Kennedy, his brother-in-law, actor Peter Lawford, Frank Sinatra, and Sammy Davis Jr. But um, she said that she didn't have any information as to those indiscretions to provide them. I love it that the FBI was going out of its way to try and get dirt on JFK and Sinatra and all them for yeah. having sex parties, trying to take his career down before he was even running for president. Uh, let's see. Okay, the Oswald thing. I think this one, this is good for the conspiracy nuts out there. Um, just two days after the assassination of JFK, FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover wrote his bureau and warned the Dallas police at least twice that there were threats against Oswald. He said, Hoover wrote, Last night we received a call in our Dallas office from a man talking in a calm voice and saying he was a member of the committee organized to kill Oswald. We at once notified the chief of police and assured us that Oswald would be given sufficient protection. This morning we called the chief of police again, warning of a possibility of some effort against Oswald, and again he assured us of adequate protection would be given. However, this was not done. That's yeah, clearly. That's Hoover's memo. Because, of course, we all know, as they just fucking took him out amongst a massive fucking a crowd of reporters. Of people. And, yeah. Yeah. 
and and Jack Ruby, who shouldn't even been there, and no one knows how he got down there in the basement of the courthouse, just walked up to him and shot him, and that was peace out, brother. Um, now this one's interesting too. An internal FBI report from May of 1964, uh, an informant told the FBI that the Ku Klux Klan said it had documented proof that President Johnson was formerly a member of the Klan in Texas during the early days of his political career. It says, however, there's no, none of that quote-unquote additional documented proof attached to these documents. That's pretty interesting. I'm like, hmm. JFK was a terrible Klansman because he like passed civil rights legislation and all that. Yeah. It's about to say he did a lot there, so I don't it's know exactly how that have. applies. I mean, yeah, I mean he could have seen the error in his ways, it's possible. There are definitely ex Klansmen out there that give up their rags, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to get to side story real fast. I saw this really interesting thing on Vice where there's this, was it Vice? I don't know, song or something. There's this black dude. He wrote this book about it where he goes around the country meeting like Klansmen and white nationalists and white supremacists, and he just literally tries to become their friends and explain to them, you know, try to like, hey, you know, I'm black, but I'm okay. You know, I'm not evil. I'm not going to take you down. And he's like ended up making friends with these people. And he's actually got like a, a dozen KKK members and white nationalists and stuff to give up being in the KKK and the organizations. And they're like huh. friends and stuff now. And like every time that he's got one to give up, like as, with the guys of the KKK, he like they he gets their robes from them, like and keeps it like as a trophy. Like I converted this guy to not yeah. being a fucking idiot anymore. And he wow. said like one of the dudes that was former KKK, um, he's now like the black guy, right? The former KKK guy who's friends with this black dude made him the godfather of his child. Wow, <laughs> I'm like. I was like, that's a good conversion right there. That dude's making yeah. it happen. I'll have to find out more information on him. And I'll, yeah, I'll there's have some to more interesting see stories. if I can find that book. That sounds like it would be a good read. I'll look it up because it's it was interesting listening to him talk about it. And this is something he still does. I mean, this is like his mission, you know. It's really He's really interesting. Um, but I'll try and look that up. And if anybody wants to check it out, I'll try and get that information for next time. Uh, just last couple notes. Because um, you're talking about the CIA plotting to kill Castro, there's a couple notes in here about ways that they, the agency tried to kill him that were in some of these uh, CIA notes. Uh, let's see, one of them, they tried to use this guy, his name was James Donovan. He was an American lawyer and negotiator made famous by the movie Bridge of Spies for the plot, I guess is based on him. It said that, they wanted him to give Castro a contaminated skin diving suit while the two negotiated for the release of the Bay of Pigs because evidently Fidel Castro loved to go skin diving. <laughs> Which I guess, when I hear skin diving, I'm thinking of something probably totally different. I think they just mean like <laughs> scuba diving. <laughs> yeah. But I think I know what they're talking about. But it was like, so basically it would be a suit that was contaminated with like a tuberculosis I mean, type uh, bacteria. To be fair, so, don't we all course, like skin diving? I mean, I enjoy it. I haven't done it in a while. We gotta get back on that pretty soon. Get told the woman <laughs> not until she gets on her birth control. <laughs> Waiting for that shit to kick in. Should be pretty soon. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, another one. This one I thought this was 
This is so fucking like James Bond bullshit. Another one describes where they would have a booby-trapped seashell. It was like a fake seashell, basically like a mine, that they would submerge in an area that Castro liked to go diving. And basically, I guess it's loaded with explosive, of course, and stuff. And... I guess just pressure or whatever. Like uh, it's, it's the way they explain it's a little weird, but when he got around it, you know, I guess the pressure or whatever from it, it would basically be like a lion mine and blow his ass to bits. Jesus. So that was one of the, that was one of the things that they, they, they planned on like these course planes, they never put into action, but yeah. Uh, The other one was, uh, this is the last one they had listed in the the papers. Um, One of the agency officers, uh, that they were trying to recruit. Uh, he was a former uh, Cuban himself, you know, fluent Spanish and everything. He came from there into the culture. They're going to try and sneak him back in. And they had uh, a pen that basically had like a syringe thing in it. So they wanted him a hypodermic needle so they could get to him and, you know, he could basically stab him with this poison and inject him and kill him that way and stuff. But the guy never had an opportunity to like he was weary of it and they never got him to do it yeah. but yeah it's like they tried so many occasions to take out castro it's it's amazing and this is like the ones that they listen you know there's like a dozen others because i've heard other stories of things that they tried to do with him as well so um the last one they had on here and this is the best one to end with and so it says the records also reveal a deposition given before the Pre- Presidential Commission on CIA activities in 1975 by Richard Helms, who at the time was the agency's director. Um, he said, well, now the final area of my investigation relates and charges that the CIA was in some way conspiratorially involved with the assassination of President Kennedy during the time of the Warren Commission. Um, this is him being interviewed. You were deputy director of the plans, is that correct? This guy, uh, David Bellin, who's attorney for the commission, yeah. asked him. Helm says, <laughs> I like this. He said he just kind of sat there for a second. Is there any information involved? And then he, he replied, you know, no. Nah. He, he's like, um, you know, just hummed and hawed. He says, well, is there any information involved with the assassination of President Kennedy, which in any way shows that Lee Harvey Oswald was in some way a secret agent? And it's, he said he never really answered. He just nods. And it says that's the end of the document. There's the rest of it's missing. <laughs> like they're doing an interview with this guy, his former head of the CIA. And they asked him these questions and he really wouldn't answer. <laughs> and he kind of muttered around it. And he asked him that. And then he just kind of nod. He says, you know, at this point he nods. And and then that's the end of it. It just cuts off. <laughs> the rest of the document's not there. It's pretty funny. So that's. That's the nuggets where the conspiratorial people go ape shit. So, that's pretty cool. So, anyway, there's some gold in there. I mean, you know, if you're looking for little things, little nuggets. I love the sex parties and stuff like that. I thought that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if any of those other documents ever get released. Uh, Yeah, they will. They'll just be heavily fucking redacted. Yeah. And you won't get hardly anything Full out Full black of them, pages and shit. That's about it, man. <clears throat> That's all I got for you. Uh, I thought I had something, but I can't remember. Mm. It's lost on me. <sighs> Doesn't matter. Water. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hope you enjoy listening to Michael drink water. 
Mm, so delicious. Uh, check out our buddies. Oh man, I just ripped one at Pod Blocked. Ugh. And seven four two Evergreen Terrace. There's Simpsons podcast. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they act, if they actually plan on going through every Simpsons episode. They will be doing that podcast for fucking ever. Especially considering the well, fact that the Simpsons are still going. But mm-hmm. holy shit. Well, they did about, what, 22, 24 episodes a year for, what are they working on now, 30 years? <laughs> I don't know. And they do one show. It's a lot. And those guys do one show a week, so. Although, if there, there are some, like, Simpsons loyalists out there that think that anything past, I think it's season 10, you just don't mm-hmm. even pay attention to. No, well, because apparently they they that never was the downfall. That, so. But I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, our buddies at the Deer Hunter, they put out a new song on Spotify. It's fucking sweet. Hmm. Um, it's a single that's coming off of their EP that's being released on December 1st called All Is As All Should Be. Um, it's actually kind of, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've heard me talk about the Deer Hunter a lot before, but they they do a lot of concept kind of albums. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like their main ones, which are the acts, are about an overarching story. And then they have the color spectrum, which is where they did four songs for each color in the color spectrum and the two tones solely with the idea of the color. Um, so, like, white's very soft. Um Yellow is very upbeat and happy. Uh, Red is kind of sharp and primal, kind of things like that. But this EP, what they did was on their last tour last year, uh, they picked six fans uh, that they knew, and they went, they kind of picked them out and said, hey, we're going to do a song based off of a story in your life. So we just need kind of the story that you want to share and then the the tone of the song or the style of the song that you want. And, you know, they gave him that information. Casey went to work and then they went to those people's homes and set up and recorded the songs there at their house. So they're going to mm-hmm. be releasing this EP, um, like I said, on December 1st. So pretty interesting concept. The first one is... Uh, about a guy who uh, he had a chance to go to this big time college, but for one reason or another, just decided to go to this small college that he felt was kind of beneath him as far as, you know, he should have gone to a major university and gotten that big degree kind of thing. But as it turns out, that's where he met his wife and now they have a kid and all that stuff. And it's like, if he hadn't have made that decision, what would his life be like kind of thing. Um, so I think it's called uh, The Right Wrong. You know, if that makes sense. Like, he probably should have gone to the big university, but in the aspects of where his life is now, he made the right decision, even though he thought it was wrong at that time. Mm-hmm. And what the other ones are going to be, and I have no idea. But, sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, five years from now, when they're divorced, he'll be like, fuck, I should have went to the major college. <laughs> oh, Casey can talk to him about that. He's been divorced, so. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but Thanks, Boggs. <laughs> All righty, folks. Enjoy your week. Try not to get indicted by the FBI. Peace out, bitches.